Yo, what they do? Y'all already know who it is. It's your girl, Mom, back in the building with another wait. God said, what? Well, this week, God hit us with the ultimate question. (laughs) Today, my man asked me, what are we? If I can only speak for myself, I hate that doggone question. And like, just just think like when you're with someone, y'all chilling, y'all vibing, whatever the case may be, and everything is going good, you know, that there's no questions for real. And then all of a sudden, somebody asked, what are we? The heck you mean? What are we? <laughs> That's what be going through my mind sometimes. Like, what do you mean? What are we? We chilling. We vibing. Like, you having a good time? I'm having a good time. Like, why we gotta? Why we gotta put these labels on things? Like, can we just be okay with what we doing? And God is saying no. Like, tell me, what are we? Are you single? Uh, is it is it is it complicated? Are you taken? Like, what are we doing? What is your relationship status? If if you're single, if all my single people out there, y'all know, we out here living our best life, doing what we want. We ain't gotta. We ain't got to say nothing to nobody if we don't want to like there's no repercussions of nothing there's no accountability I ain't got to check in I ain't got to call nobody if I don't want to like that's the good thing of the single life you do what you want but it could kind of get lonely sometimes but that's neither here nor there now the it's, it's complicated um, relationship status label or whatever the case you want to call it. That one right there, that's like you talking to somebody and y'all kind of on a higher level of talking, but y'all not really together. Like maybe y'all exclusive, but not like everybody don't know type stuff like it is complicated I mean shoot maybe one of y'all really ain't happy and like y'all stepping out on the side if like it y'all understand is your relationship with God complicated like it's the 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 biggest thing that people misunderstand with the is complicated status you know you love that person. So you won't do what you want to do like publicly, like out and out out and 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 broadcast everything because you have so much love for them that you don't want to hurt them. But you can't get rid of this itch. So you do it like you you, you do you try to be sneaky about it. Is that your relationship status? Or are you taken? Are you happily married to Christ? 
Like, you wake up and see his face every day. <laughs> Not really, but like, y'all know what I mean. Are y'all happily conjoined with God? If I'm going to be completely honest, our generation don't really believe in marriage and it sucks. But why do you think that marriage has been such like it's, it's so misconstrued? Why is that? Because the enemy knows how much a healthy relationship means. He knows what it can do. So he tries to distort them or pervert them early. So what you could get out of that relationship, you wouldn't get. I mean, we all know the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. That is his job. Once he does it in childhood, he then comes into relationships, even in, it happens in relationships in childhood like relationships is a really big thing who you communicate with who's in your circle all of that is really big and God he's he's tired of some of us he's just like okay what are we doing now you say you're with me you're saying you're doing what you're uh you're you're fully submitted to me but you're still doing what you want to do are we together or not? Because I need to know. <laughs> like, what's, what's really good with you? And it was so crazy. Because when I, when I went to the Bible this week, he took me to a story that I already knew. But he made me look at it differently. If, if anybody knows the story of Joseph... Um, he had the code of many colors and stuff like that. Well, that's where he took me. Now, granted, I know, like, we're talking about relationship statuses. And I didn't, I didn't understand why he brought me here. Because I was like, this isn't, like, love. Like, there's no, there's no relate, like, marriage here. Like, God, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I don't understand. But he said, just read. Just read and listen to me. So let's go to Genesis uh, 37 chapter. We're going to start at the third verse. So Jacob loved Joseph. Jacob is Joseph's father. I'll go ahead and give that little background information right now. So Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age. So one day, Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph excuse me, a beautiful robe, but his brothers hated Joseph because his father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. One night, Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field, tying up bundles of grain, Suddenly, my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you'll be our king, do you? You actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams. 
and the way that he would talk about them. That right there is singleness. A lot of us live in that spot where Joseph was. He was he was single. He was arrogant. He was cocky. He knew what he had and he was like, it's whatever. I'm going to tell everybody about what I got, what I'm doing. Look at this. He, I mean, he had no accountability. There, there was none. He was just like, hey, I had this dream. Let me tell you about it. We do the same thing in our singleness. <laughs> we We go to people and tell them, what God has told us in our own space that we probably shouldn't have spoke on just yet because we'll get the hate. We'll get the misjudgment, all of those things. Now, when we go further, um, now that he had a second dream. Joseph had another dream that he told his brothers it just made it it was even worse but if we jump down to verse 18 this is when things get complicated this was joseph's complicated stage um verse 18 when joseph's brothers saw him coming they recognized him in the distance and as he approached they made plans to kill him here comes the dreamer they said come on let's kill him let's throw him into one of the kirsten's We'll tell our father uh, an animal has eaten him. Then we'll see what becomes of his dreams. In that moment, Joseph, like, he was doing what he wanted. Granted, he had a relationship with God, yes. But his brothers had done left the town. His daddy told him to go get to go find him. So when he went to go find him, all hell was really finna let loose he did not know he was walking into a setup a lot of times when we're in that it's complicated phase we walk without knowing that we're walking into a setup sometimes we're so gullible so lost or just don't care that we walk into areas not prepared but the grace of God is sufficient verse 21 it says but when Reuben heard of the scheme he told Joe he came to Joseph rescue let's not kill him he said why should we shed any blood? Let's just throw him into the empty Kirsten here in the wilderness. Then he'll die without our laying without us laying a hand on him. Reuben was secretly planning to come rescue Joseph and return him to his father. That ain't nothing but God. God it, when we have that relationship with God, God is always with us. Even when we wander away. It never fails. 
some way, somehow, he's always connected. Now, granted, Reuben was his brother. He was, on, he was one of his other brothers, but he did not rescue him, actually. He didn't rescue him. He wound up getting sold into slavery, but there was a way out. Like, even, even, even if everything else didn't happen, there was still a way out. Now, once uh, Joseph went on and got sold into slavery, at this point, Joseph, he has a great relationship with God. He is married. He is married to God. They have a wonderful, uh, a wonderful, healthy relationship. Like they, they can't, he can't do nothing. He can't do nothing to anything Joseph is going through. God winds up making a way out of it for him. But it ain't always easy. Marriage is not always easy. Um, people think that a marriage is always a hee-hee, ha-ha, lovey-dovey. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, yeah, you're so cute. I love you. I love you, too. Da-da-da-da. No. Sometimes it's go in the room. I don't want to talk to you. I need space. Sometimes it's... You can go find you something to eat because right now I'm not hungry and I don't feel like a guy. Sometimes it's an argument over clothes that is not in a hamper. Like, it's not going to always be sunshines and butterflies. And that's what happens to Joseph when he gets sold into Potiphar's house. So, getting up to, like quote-unquote, the marriage. Um, God had made sure that Joseph was set up. All, e- even in, even though he was enslaved, he was still set up. Like, he was, he was at the point where he was working in this, like, really nice house. They had a whole bunch of stuff. And, like, he wasn't even really working. He was, like, facilitating. Like, he was the head honcho. Like, what? I, I mean, I don't wish, but I like if I had to, I would wish. Like, that ain't no real, it is a real job. But you see what I'm saying? I ain't got to do the hard work. Like, I just got to say, hey, yo, bro, you got to make sure you go clean such and such bathroom. Hey, yo, remember that bathroom over there, too? Y'all got to clean that one, too. Like, he ain't never have to actually clean the toilets. It was just, hey, you are now this leader over this group of people. But just in regular marriage. A test came and it was Potiphar's wife. She popped up and she wanted to have sex with my guy. Yeah, the Bible get juicy, y'all. It'd be some drama up in this thing. So let's jump to um, chapter 39. We're going to go down to um, verse 6. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibilities over everything he had owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing except what kind of food to eat. Joseph was a very handsome and well-built man. And Potiphar's wife 
soon began to look at him lustfully. Come and sleep with me, she demanded. But Joseph refused. Look, he told her, my master trusts me with everything in his entire household. No one here has more authority than I do. He has held back nothing from me except for you because you was his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. But she kept putting that pressure on my guy, like day after day. But Joseph was strong. He refused to sleep by her. And he kept out of her way as much as possible. One day, however, no one was around. When he went in to do his work, she came and grabbed him by the cloak, demanding, Come on and sleep with me. Joseph tore himself away, but he left his cloak in her hand and he ran from the house. When he saw that she was holding his cloak and he had fled, she had called out to her servants. Soon, all the men came running. Look, she said, my husband has brought this Hebrew slave here to make fools of all of us. He came in my room and he raped me, but I screamed. And when he heard me scream, he ran outside and got away, but he left his cloak behind with me. Do y'all know how crazy that is? <laughs> I would be up the heck set. What do you mean? God, I've done everything you asked me to do. And I still get punished. Because if you don't, if you guys don't know, after that happened, he winded up getting sent into jail. Potiphar sent him to jail for an accusation that he did not do. A lot of times with our relationships with God, well, our relationships, period. Excuse me. When that would have happened, I want a divorce. God, I want a divorce. I've been doing what you asked me to do. I've been here for you. I've been loyal to you. And you showed me nothing. You showed me nothing at all. What happened? But during that time, Joseph did the communicating to God. He was praying to him. He was, he knew, he knew who God was. They had already learned each other. Joseph had already learned God. God already knows us. Instead of him turning away from God, he turned to him even more. So there's this, there's this thing. Um, I don't know if anyone has heard of it. It's the seven. Uh, well, it's, it's it's a sound relationship house, and there are seven things that complete this house. It's done by Dr. John Gottman. Um, it's out of a book, and the book is named "The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work." Those seven principles are 
building love maps, which is literally just learning each other, um, getting an emotional, intelligent intimacy there, truly knowing your other partner. Um, the second one is sharing fondness, fondness and admiration. God would love that and he does it to us as well. He, God loves to be shown off and talked about. Number three is turn away and uh, turn towards instead of away. Joseph could have turned away. When this happened, he could have said, I'm over. I'm done. I'm tired. I can't do this anymore. But the fourth part of the house is the positive perspective. Joseph continued to have a positive perspective in his situation. Although it seemed like his walls were closing in, but God, but God, I don't know what's after that God, but, but God, he, he did something. He had to, because I'm going to continuously have a positive perspective. Number five is manage conflict. He was able to manage that conflict of him getting thrown into the jail after the accusation by just being able to talk to him, being able to talk to God. Because God put other people in the jail cell with him. He wound up getting out. Like, later on, my guy really did turn into a king. Like, he really did later on. Everything that he dreamed about when he was younger, it wound up coming full circle. But he had to keep his relationship with God. Um, and number six is so funny. Then That one says, make life dreams come true. And number seven is create shared meaning. Now, mind you, this um, sound relationship house has nothing to do with the Bible. This is all straight psychology. It, <clears throat> it is all <clears throat> it is all Dr. John's work. But it's just so funny how it correlated. And when God made this come full circle for me, I was like, okay, now I get it. Now I see why you use Joseph because I I didn't understand. That's not I didn't see no love in that. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm thinking he finna use Adam and Eve. He gonna use, like, I don't know. I thought he was gonna use somebody who, who had an actual relationship. And God said, no. I'm, I'm gonna change the way you look at this whole book. I'm going to dissect things for you to understand them. And I want you to tell other people. So, yeah. Yeah. I hope this um helps... <laughs> You know, somebody, as always, it's all love. Um, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, Normally, I say that this comes out every Friday. I'm doing this when he talks to me. That's, That's the only thing. So if it starts to come more often, then so be it. If it does not, if you don't get it every Friday, listen, he ain't said nothing to me. And what I will not do is talk to you guys without having his word first. 
yeah, you guys go out. Have a great rest of your week. And I'll talk to you guys soon.